Hello there, and welcome to Casual Fridays, the podcast where themes are discussed through personal stories, anecdotes, and some storytelling. I am your host, Dada, and this podcast is brought to you by my YouTube channel, I Read Aloud. And on my channel, I read fairy tales, short stories, children's stories, poetry, letters, and other excerpts from books. So if you like such content, make sure to subscribe to my channel. You'll find under uh, at I Read Aloud on YouTube. I would also like to remind you I'm also on uh, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter for excerpts. And of course, this podcast is is um, uh, on many platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, um, Google Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, and a few others as well. Today's episode is titled Going Out Alone, and I know that many of you hate the idea of going out alone for dinner or a movie or to do activities by yourself. And I want to preface this episode by stating that some people have phobias. Some people have agoraphobia, which is the fear of leaving the house. And um, it could manifest in panic attacks. And uh, this is something very serious. Some other people have autophobia or monophobia, which is the fear of being alone. And of course, when you have a phobia, you cannot control your emotional state uh, about something and you need to seek professional help in order to deal with your phobia and to work with it. So those who have phobias um, uh, like this and others, I just wish you all the best and I send you all my love and all my hugs. Another thing you need to know before we start this episode is that I am an extroverted introvert, which means I do enjoy going out and mingling with people and being with people, but at the same time, I need to come back home and recharge. And if I don't recharge, I can't be on people. So I also have uh, behaved like a complete introvert at times, where when I know that there's an event with larger crowds, uh, I have debated whether to go or not, and in some cases I have cancelled and not gone to an event almost at the last minute. And I know that's not very nice, but sometimes you just feel what you feel, and you can't help it, and you have to listen to your gut. So having said all that, let us discuss this uh, important issue of the, of going out alone. And let us start with why people do not like to go out alone. Now, many of us feel a little bit insecure when we are out in public. We feel judged by people, right? We feel that someone is always watching our every move. And so there is safety in, in a crowd in being with friends and having someone with you. And sometimes if we have to be out alone, we end up, you know, being on our phones all the time, hiding behind our phone. Before phones existed, people used to hide behind books or newspapers. Some still do. And um this is, you know, normal. And it is okay to feel that, and you can teach yourself to gain more confidence. I mean, I used to be one of those people who would feel insecure and, and judged and watched when I went out. 
But little by little, you know, I discovered that people don't really care. So few people would actually look at you, and the rest are so busy with themselves. Just think about the idea that people are generally selfish. People are engrossed in their little world, and no one really cares about anyone else unless there's, you know, this interaction with someone else. So for you to come to the attention of another person, there has to be, a, you know, a very close space, for example, or, you know, you just happen to be in the same vicinity or something has to happen to draw the attention to you, right? So just being alone, existing alone in a space with other people doesn't really attract attention to you. So if you think of it that way, you would feel more confident in going out and not feeling judged and watched. So think about that. Now, some people I know might find the idea of being alone boring. And they might find that, you know, they prefer to be with like-minded people. They, they prefer to have company. And they think, okay, if I go out alone and, you know, I have a drink alone, and then what? I mean, that's so boring. I'd rather sit at home and on my couch enjoy, you know, a drink at home, uh, have some takeout, and that would be, you know, something more beneficial for me. At least I'm resting. But I want to draw your attention to something else. Um, being alone all the time is not something that is conducive to a good mental states. Um, I know from myself that when I am at home uh, a whole day, even if I talk to someone over the phone uh, for a bit, and even if I interact with someone, you know, over the internet, I've reached a point in the evening where I feel I need to talk to someone. I need to be around another human being. I need this human presence around me. Just being alone all the time um, could drive me nuts <laughs> after a few days if I don't deal with it. And so sometimes I just go to the uh, closest mini market. I don't know what they call it in your country, but it's like a small supermarket. Um, and because I know the owners there, for example, you know, I know I'm going to go there, buy a couple of things and have a conversation, have a nice chat, have a couple of laughs. And then really it regenerates me at these five minutes you know, where I can go and just be around someone and talk to someone, puts me in a better mood. And then I can go about the rest of my evening and I feel okay. So sometimes, uh, no matter how much you like being alone, interacting with other people is important, especially people you feel comfortable around. And I know that some of you don't have many friends, and I suffer from this um, as well, because... Uh, my friends have left the country um, due to the economic situation, due to lack of jobs here. Uh, I know those of you who don't know, I live in Lebanon, in the Middle East. So many people have to find jobs elsewhere. And so literally, I have one friend, my, a high school friend who is still in Lebanon, um, and the rest have gone. And I'm in the process of making new friends. I'm, I'm trying to build, you know, some relations with one or two other lovely women here because you sometimes need to just go out for a cup of coffee with someone and you need to you know interact with someone and to talk to someone who is physically present not someone who is just so far away and it's very important that you do that but despite all that you don't have a lot of friends you don't have many friends around you just sit and wait if you just sit and wait 
for things to happen, you'll be waiting forever. <laughs> Sometimes you need to take action in life, right? So for me, taking myself out, going out by myself, is something that I feel proactive in doing. I feel at least, okay, even though I'm not with someone uh, on at the same table, if I'm having a coffee, at least I am around other humans around me. And many times you'd be surprised at how you, you interact with people. Sometimes going out with friends insulates you from interacting with other people. And when you're always around um, people uh, who are you know, in your group, you don't talk to people from outside the group unless you have the intention of, you know, maybe hitting on somebody or whatever. But otherwise, you will just be in this group and you are interacting with this group, with this friend, with these two people, and you don't really notice people around you. And the advantage of actually uh, going out alone is that you notice people around you and you may interact with some as well, not necessarily you know, um, in a dating game, you don't have, I mean, I don't do that. Uh, for me, the interaction with humans, just, you know, enjoying human contact is, is what I go for. And so I could talk with any person from any gender with no intention of, you know, any taking things further, even into friendships or whatever, just interacting in these few minutes, okay, of, um, whatever, a happenstance, is fun, you know, having like a light conversation about the coffee that you're having, or maybe, I don't know, uh, someone breaks something, you know, uh, a plate breaks, and you have a bit of a conversation about that, or uh, a delicious plate of food arrives at someone's table, and you're looking at it, and then you have interaction about that, or whatever, you know, sometimes it's it's fun to just... um notice other people, you know, outside of your regular uh, circle. And these small moments are really uh, interactions that uh, also help, you know, feed you with, um, I don't know, fun, uh, some love, some attention that you need. And it is beneficial for your general uh, state of mind, I believe. Now, many people are not used to spending time alone are not used to being alone, are not used to spending time with themselves. And they find it very strange when suddenly, you know, they have alone time. And you know what you can teach yourself, little by little, to do things alone. And let's say maybe the first time you got for a coffee, start with something that's not very uh, time consuming. A coffee, it could be for 10, 15 minutes. So have a coffee and maybe for the first time, take your phone with you. Uh, or a book, and, you know, as you are strolling, take a f like a minute here, a minute there, to look up from your phone, um, and look around you, and try to see, you know, uh, assess the environment, and do this a few times, and then increase the time of your phone, and you will see that with time, you'll be able to go for a whole coffee without, your, without looking at your phone, you can go for a dinner, to the movies, and to other places, without the security of having your phone in your hand and just scrolling. And it takes practice. Everything in life is about practice. So when you are convinced that it's something good for you, you can do it and you can achieve it. And let me tell you why it's important to uh, learn to be alone. 
First of all, it's a stress reliever, especially for introverts, um, people who uh, you know are, don't like to be around lots of people, uh, and who therefore think that they don't want to go out alone and be around people. That's how they think, right? Um, the thing is that when you are going out with people, you are you always have to be on. Yes, you this, this term. You have to be on all the time uh, to to be proactive and active and so on and so forth and it takes energy out of you. Whereas when you go out alone, you don't have to be on. You can go in your comfortable jeans, your comfortable sweatshirts, whatever you like. You know your comfortable shoes. You don't even have to put on makeup or do anything with your hair, and you can just go and exist. And so you can just go as yourself and enjoy your time without any stress of having to interact with anybody. And it really is a stress reliever, trust me. And the idea is that if you're constantly reacting to others, reacting to life, reacting to things happening to you, and you don't take time to yourself to assess things that are happening to you in your life, that are happening for you, to you, whatever, with you in life, how can you actually plan things? How can you assess what is good for you, what is bad for you, what to do again, what not to do again? So sometimes when you practice, really practice to, to, to be with your thoughts, um, you learn uh, more about yourself. You learn about your likes and dislikes. And you really uh, end up having a better um, life overall. And I want to give you a bit of a nugget here about um, being alone and the importance of being alone. When you learn to be alone and you're comfortable being alone, you don't allow people, toxic people, into your life anymore. And you become comfortable leaving toxic, toxic relationships. So being alone and being comfortable being alone, teaching yourself how to be comfortable alone actually has a lot of benefits, you know, with interactions with others as well. So when you know who you are, you don't accept bad treatment from anyone else anymore. You have more boundaries and you're able to say no to people and to things and you're able to walk out on friendships and relationships that aren't healthy for you. Anyway, this is going to be at one point a whole episode on that topic, but now it just came up and I wanted to mention it. Now, you may come and tell me, Dada, I don't feel safe going out alone. It's not safe. It's not a safe area. I don't want to drive at night. I don't want to walk at night. I don't want to you know, uh, even get into an Uber or a taxi at night or when it gets dark. And I understand that completely, especially if you're a woman. And of course, you need to know um, and assess which areas you live in. Some areas are safer than others. Some are more dangerous than others. And so please do be vigilant, be aware of your surroundings, and of course, be careful. Um, but it doesn't mean that you rule it out completely. The idea behind all this is, if you don't have friends around you living living in the same country or in, in the same area as you do, uh, do you just live alone all the time and you do not do activities because of that? And I find, and that's, that's what I've discovered in my life, and I don't want to wait for anyone to do anything. Um, I want to go to the uh, park, I go to the park. 
during the day. I want to go for a coffee. I do that. I want to go, for, go out for lunch. I do that. I want to catch a movie in the afternoon. I do that. So things don't have to be like really at night. You can do it at any time of the day when you feel safe and comfortable. So of course, safety is very important and be careful out there. And I know you could come and tell me that your financial situation is so lovely these days. There's a lot of inflation. They don't want to like splurge on things you don't need or spend money on unnecessary things. And I totally get that. But remember that the idea of going out alone is really to help you uh, connect with, with others or at least to be around other humans if you don't want to connect with them. And you can do things that don't require spending any money. So if you go to the park with your own sandwich and your own thermos of coffee and you just enjoy an hour there, if you go for a walk, if you go to a bookstore, browse for books, you don't need to buy any books, but just the idea of browsing for books, spending time, you know, around other people who are like-minded, that's something that, that is enjoyable. Well, I, I love doing that many times. Well, okay, I can't say that I don't buy books ever because I always am tempted to buy at least one book, but <laughs> you don't have to. No one has to. <laughs> and if, you know, you can always, uh, you know, splurge uh, once a month or once every two, three months. You can treat yourself to, uh, you know, a night at a theater, uh, catch a movie, go out for a lunch or a dinner. And, you know, you can always treat yourself once in a while. In the end, it's something that, you know, brings you joy. So why not? So to recap on how you can go out alone and actually have an enjoyable time, go somewhere with purpose. Go uh, with the intention of catching a movie, of browsing for a book, of having a lunch or dinner, going to the theater, something. Go with an intention of doing something. And as I said before, ease into it. Don't go out alone for long periods of time at the beginning if you're not used to it. Start with, uh, with 10, 15 minutes and then, you know, uh, work your way up. Uh, start maybe by hiding a bit behind your phone or something else and then, you know, maybe ease out of that. And if you end up having a bad experience one night or one day, don't give up on, on yourself. Do it again. Try it again. You will have better experiences, you know, eventually. And for safety reasons, I advise you to stay sober. Um, you know, it's if you're alone, you don't want to get drunk and no one to help you get home. So this is something for safety reasons I advise you to stay sober. And the most important thing is to stay open to new possibilities, to new interactions, to new connections. You know, I'm someone who not only goes out for a coffee or a dinner or a lunch or whatever alone, I also travel alone and I love it. And I'm telling you, I've traveled with friends and I've traveled alone and traveling alone chumps it all. <laughs> it is so much fun because you can do anything you want. I've been to Disney. Imagine Disney in Florida. I spent there a week alone, but it was so much fun. I was able to sometimes sleep in, you know, without having to worry about other people and what they want to do or what they, what they don't want to do, uh, going to the parks whenever I felt like it, staying as long as I want without worrying about other people getting tired or not tired. And if I get tired, I can go home, well, to my hotel and enjoy my time. And it's, it's really amazing 
I eat what I want without any restrictions by other people's diets. Uh, I try any place that I feel like trying. I could be spontaneous. I would just be walking from another place and, and look in and I'd be like, okay, I want to go in there, whether to shop for something, to browse for something, to, to eat something, to drink something, whatever it is. It is fun. So trust me on this. When you get into the habit of spending time alone, and I'm not saying become a recluse. I'm not saying don't have friends. Of course, that is not the point. I have friends. Um, I still travel with some of them. I go out with many friends. That's not the point. But sometimes doing things on your own is so rewarding. I am telling you. So you have to try it for yourself. And so this brings me to the end of this episode. Next week we will discuss society and its opinions and its impact on our life. And um, till then, I wish you a lovely weekend. I hope you will tune in next Friday. I send you all my love and see you next Friday. Take care.